to the super fantastic festive Christmas edition of the Gay Agenda. What would? What would? Jingle my bells. So what I got to ask y'all is, where's my hoes at? Ho, 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 bitch. That's right. My hoe is right here, as he always is by my side. I am Akeyoto YYC, and forever with me always, unfortunately, until he has an accident, is Captain Nerd 87. Say hey. 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 Till death do us part. Oh, fuck. Like, can it just be like, not even, like a little death? How about like maiming? But that means that you would have to take care of me. No, I or don't. Or pay some hunky man to take care exactly of me. Exactly it. And okay. I think that would be the greatest Christmas so gift that, of all. That's just an excuse for us to get a houseboy? Yeah, yes. Um, applicants, um, <laughs> our email, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> Kidding, slide into my DMs. Um, all right, so yeah, what we're going to be doing uh, because we've been feeling like hashtag festive AF lately, so we really wanted to just do a Christmas special. Like, I think that's just something that we needed to do this year. Well, and you've been uncharacteristically uh, festive. I know because you heard your your Christmas song, the yeah, one that yeah. puts you in the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, in the mood. In the, uh, yeah, in the mood for you, Christmas. You heard it before December 1st, which is like, you normally don't hear it until Christmas Eve. I know, and I'm usually like mopey as fuck until yeah. I hear it. And then and I you've hear heard it, it three times this year. Uh, I heard it again yesterday. Like, Four times? Oh my going. god. <laughs> so, um, and literally whenever I hear it, it's like, it's exactly that part in The Grinch when he's holding up the, like, the sleigh and he hears the who's down from who village and they're singing, and then his heart grows, grows what, two three sizes? sizes? Three sizes plus two. And, um, like, that's exactly what I feel. As soon as I hear it, I'm like, oh my god, Christmas spirit, woo! So, I've actually been in the Christmas spirit for, like, a month now. I know. And it's so weird, <laughs> because it's so not me. I work retail, so all y'all are annoying as fuck. Well, okay, so, the reason I'm bringing that up is because Gay Yoda typically won't let us put up anything in the house Christmassy. Until December 1st. Rules. Definitely. He, <laughs> a week before December starts, I got a text, Hey, do you want to start decorating tonight? And I went, who the fuck are you? What did you do with my husband? I know. And I think it's because I was like going through the Instagram and people had already like started decorating after like what November 1st. Like yeah. Halloween comes down and the Christmas tree comes up. I was like throwing up in my mouth a little. Yeah, just a little bit. But even then I was getting a little twinge of like... I don't know, snowflakes and hot chocolate in my soul. And it was like, it's so pretty. But I don't know. I think I was just, I was just ready for it. And I think it's because a lot of, a lot of it had to do with how this year went for, for me and for us yeah, and like our family dynamic and everything. Cause I'm not going to lie. We've been mostly silent for the back half of 2019 because it was a rough year. It, it was a rough year. We had a lot of changes and a lot of ups and downs. Yes. So it was like we, there was some mild family drama. I had work drama. I know. Look how PC I am for saying that, right? <laughs> work drama. Work drama. I've actually, um, I'm going to give props and I, I don't usually say this to my therapist because she's brought up a lot of stuff. I've been going to therapy for the past year. And she's been able to, like, let me work through it. So, and I didn't want to get back on this podcast and start spouting all of my, you know, pearls of wisdom to everybody if I wasn't completely sane in the head, because that would have just been ridiculous. But yeah, I've actually, um, 
learned a lot this past year, and I think the the outcome is bright. Yeah. Now that I sound like a fortune fucking cookie. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. Yes. Um, we're we've all been listening to all of the great Christmas songs. We're probably half drunk in the nog by now. Uh, some of you will be starting to get the week off because y'all have real jobs and yeah, big boy jobs, big boy jobs, and don't have to work during the Christmas vacation. So, or you have the option to not work during Christmas. Yeah, because uh, uh, you get like stupid, insanely busy this time of year. Yes. Um, whereas with my industry, I slow the right the fuck down. Yeah. Which uh, and it's uh, it's the nature of the beast, and yes, it makes sense. Uh, all I'm going to say is. Because it's it's ramped up lately now. I actually haven't found it that bad up until the past week. That people out there who are shopping and are interacting with their retail workers are being super mean. Uh, all I'm going to ask is anyone that's listening to this podcast and anyone, if you see it happen, tell those people to just... yeah. Chill the fuck. Calm the fuck down. Because we get it. Stores are insanely busy. And yes. It, even if you, like me, try to go shopping during the week, the where you're now at the point where everyone has that idea, and yeah. so they're all cramming the malls. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I'm just going to slip out during my lunch break. Yeah. Do not blame that retail worker because you left everything to the last minute. Exactly. And you can't find that perfect <laughs> gift. It is not their fault. It's not in the stock room. Yeah. So just be nice and courteous to them. Or that you forgot to buy for the Exactly. For they yeah. are not there or paid to take your shit. Exactly. I one of my favorite parts of this right of this season right now is actually dealing with these kind of people. Because we all know how passive-aggressive I like being. So it really infuriates them more when you're passive-aggressively passive nice to them. Yeah. Because it really masks it because they think that they should be, like, bowing down to you. So I just get nicer and nicer and nicer. And, oh, my God, they hate it. So that is my way of really pissing those bastards off. So if you interact with me in a negative way, you're going to get it back to his fault. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So... Be nice to people. Yeah. Be it like movies from the 50s where everyone was like nice and happy and carrying their parcels in the snow and blah, blah, blah. It's a wonderful life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Make it like that. Now, we get that this time of year also is stressful um, because there are some companies out there that are douchebags. Yes. And they lay off people right around the Christmas time. Yes. So we also understand that that is stressful. And so I think ultimately you need to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Like, yes. If you can't afford Christmas... Then tell talk to your family yeah. and be like, can we keep it super simple? Yeah. Can we not do Christmas presents this year? Can we do experiences or can we just spend time and have a meal together? Like, let's you, Christmas does not have to be about presents. Yeah, and I think um, we we are kind of there. And me, it's as you get older, and God, and I'm I'm gonna sound like my mother. <laughs> God, it's ridiculous, but. As you get older, you realize that Christmas isn't about the gifts. It is about the memories and the experiences and everything else that you can have with it. Yes, if you, again, if you were like me, I am a gifter. That's my love language. I like to gift things to people and I like to do stuff. And, and you're hating me this year. Yeah, this year. and I hate it because I can't do it this year because this is what we've discussed. But I hate getting gifts yeah. because I don't like responding to getting gifts. So I'm one of those really weird people that likes giving and not receiving. Oh wait, no, no, that's right. I'm a bottom. Yeah. That yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you want to make sure that you are 
going to leave yourself off in a place that is still not going to leave you worse off than you were before. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's the big thing. Absolutely. Um, now, we have a reason we're not exchanging presents this year. Yes, we, we have made a big purchase, which will be listed uh, in the future. When, yeah. Because I don't want to jinx anything, so no. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Uh, but we have reasons, so we, uh, we don't uh, need to spend all this money. Also, once you start living together and you're married for so long, you got everything you need anyways. And I think that's kind of what you need to realize, is that um, if you're with your partner, congratulations, way to go. You don't need to buy yourself stuff all the time, because it's, it's not an important thing. If it's a new and fledgling relationship, then yes, see, you want to give yourself little love tokens. Yeah. But he really does not need a Louis Vuitton bag when you can give him, like, a Subway gift card. Exactly. Just realize what's most important in your life. Uh, I know we're gay, and that we like the finer things in life, but sometimes we can't afford those finer things. There's there's other ways to give, to, to spread love around Christmas, too. Mm-hmm. And one of those big ways... And besides, not chlamydia. No, no. 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 Mm-mm. I was thinking more on Arena. Oh, but, yeah, okay. Yeah. There's creams for both. Well. Exactly. Uh, no, I was actually thinking about baking, because yeah, yeah. that's how your mom used mm-hmm. to spread love during Christmas, yeah. is... Uh, didn't you say she used to start baking in, like, October? Uh, she used to start baking um, Remembrance Day weekend. Okay. So, yeah, it was November 11th. Every weekend after that, we'd be doing... We'd be baking one or two treats yeah. that we used to, like... Make 12 batches of, and then freeze and get ready. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom does the same thing. She does these wonderful shortbread cookies, and then she does uh, homemade chocolates mm-hmm. that I usually help out with. Um, and uh, we've started doing a lot of baking in our house, despite the fact we have, like, zero counter space to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've actually, you've done a lot of baking this year. Yeah. And you're, you've gotten really excited about it. Yeah. So it, it's cute watching you do that, yeah. and I think that's something that going forward we should start doing as a tradition well, and, and there, there's some some recipes we just saw in the ladies that were like oh we could actually really make those because mm-hmm. it's super simple yeah we can yeah exactly yeah. and I, I don't want to tell people not to feel bad about you know snarfing down all of these baked goods <laughs> during the holidays um and I, I am the last person to say in moderation because i don't do anything in moderation but also keep in mind that you know it's the holidays for the next two weeks or the two weeks around it, God, you're going to eat like a pig. Yeah. That's just what you do. Yeah. That's the big thing. Um, I, I, came, I come from a French family and food was very important during the holidays and it's it always has been. And that's one of the more exciting parts of enjoying the family time is all this food and getting together and everything. And I think that's actually what I miss most of Christmas the, the most is... The huge family get-togethers uh, uh, with my family, because I don't do it anymore. Yeah, It's weird when you are someone going into someone else's family and trying to do that. Because uh, I know you. I've told you this, that sometimes I feel uncomfortable going into your family get-togethers. And I get that. My family, when we all get together, we can be intimidated. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's not because I don't like any of them. Yeah. I like most of them. It's because your family dynamic is just so much different than what my family dynamic is. Absolutely, yeah. And I've, you've noticed it when you have come to our family functions and you're like, you guys are freaks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that's how we do our things and you just do your things so much differently. So how do how do we tell our listeners how to navigate difficult family 
get-togethers. Well, okay, so there's there's a few levels to that. So there, for a lot of us, it's um, we still we have, some of us still have those family members that won't that are having a harder time accepting mm-hmm. our sexual or gender identity. Yep. To that, I say, I can't give you advice because I have a family that is pretty accepting of of my sexual identity. Yes. Um, that being said, that hasn't always been so. Yeah. And we've, we've had to build up to get there. And so I think don't, don't feel like you're obligated to attend a family dinner just because it's family if you don't feel comfortable or loved. Yes. And I think that was, um, unfortunately the situation that I found myself in. Yeah. I know that was a hard decision for you to have to make. It was. Um, I assumed... I was accepted and loved and everything in my family until something, just uh, one small comment kind of spiraled everything out of control. And then I realized that everything that I believed in with that, with my family, it was either a lie or a ruse or a very clever cover up. I think that's what it was that they didn't agree with my life or my lifestyle or my choices, but they said they did. Well, and I think with your family, it was... I felt like it was... They were okay with you being gay. Mm-hmm. They just didn't like seeing you be gay. Yes. So, and... And I know that's a fight I've had, too. Yeah. Um, because I'm I'm a very affectionate person. And mm-hmm. I, I know when I'm around family, I have to tone down my affection. And I think we're pretty good with my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, or well, on the fact that we've been together so long, I think they're used to it. Yeah. Like, so. But... Like there, there's certain there, there's more than just physical affection. I don't think I've actually used your real name in probably five and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of I think our wedding day. Yeah, yeah, because we kind of have to. Yeah, make it legal. <laughs> um, but I like I call you sweetheart or babe mm-hmm. or some rando pet name. Yeah, and your family didn't like that. No. Right? Yeah. Or, like, my family, I think it took them a little while to get used to it. Yeah. Which, uh, again, half... Uh, one half of my family, it would be fine. It was, like, the the one, the other half that... It's, it was, they're just two very different... Yes. Different sides of the family. Um, and I know that there's one half that is completely accepting and completely loving and has completely embraced you. And... Oh, yeah. Like, we are... We are good. But I made the decision to sever ties with family that didn't accept me for who I am or what I chose in my life. But like on on the same breath for for my side you you've met my adopted family. Yeah, yeah. And that's the only family you you've met and yeah, will yeah. probably most likely ever meet. Mm-hmm. Um I haven't introduced you to any anyone in my biological family. Yeah. Because none of them accept me for who I am. Yeah, and that's a, that, again that's just a choice that you've made that yeah. I wouldn't accept I wouldn't expect you to go back to them either. I don't think I would allow it. Yeah. Like, if they don't accept you, I wouldn't allow you to go down that road because you're your mental health is more important than trying to make somebody else happy. Exactly. Right? So I think that is a good segue to how you would deal with everything. You need to take keep yourself first. Yes. Right? If that gay-hating uncle or grandpa is at the dinner table and you've got no choice but to go, just don't engage. Like, yeah. you know your mother's going to be there. You know your sister's going to be there. Stick with them. If if he makes a quit and you don't feel like you need to fight the fight, don't fight the fight. Yeah. Like, know who's got your back. And actually, I think that was one of the really good things is that if someone else, 
if someone says something like that and it creates an awkward situation, someone else coming to your defense is amazing. Yes, absolutely. Right? Someone you didn't expect, be it another uncle, grandpa, sister, aunt, whatever, saying, you know what, that's actually not okay to say, is one of those amazing shows of support that you don't expect to ever happen, but once it happens, you know you've got someone in your corner. And if it's not going to happen for you, then that's okay too. Just know where you are and know where you're at. You know, just also know that you that you don't have to just because you're related by blood doesn't mean you have to have to participate in family. You are free to go and find a chosen family that will love you and accept you mm-hmm. um, to celebrate the holidays with. Yeah, we all know, like even because um, I think is it Mama Rue that says we choose this family or something like yes. that. Yeah, so we know. <laughs> That's the one big development this year. I got you into Drag Race. Yes, I I had never watched Drag Race until this year, and oh now God, I'm like obsessed. It, no, but it's true. Like we were born into one family, but we choose another, yeah. and I think that's really the important thing is that you need to remember that the family you're born into isn't always the one that you belong to. No. So you can choose yeah. to go to somebody else. Yes, I know you. You may or may not be at that age where you feel obligated to continue going, but that does go away. <laughs> um, Eventually. Because at some point you're going to hit a breaking point. Yes. When you hit that breaking point, um, it, yeah, it's going to be really messy for yeah. the first little bit. But it's going to get better. It's going to turn around. And you're going to find that family that wants you around all the time. Yeah. And I think it's... Because <clears throat> I know we're talking about this because we've had a few few comments when I when I asked what do you want to talk, what do people want to talk about on the podcast that's what they wanted to say is like awkward family dinners I I would love to give you my advice on how to deal with awkward family dinners and literally that's like screaming matches because I know that that's my family and that's how I can deal with and we we raise our voices at the ginger ham and that's some, not something that Eric would ever actually like think of me of seeing from me <laughs> I don't think I've actually ever seen you yell no and that's but like, that's how we, we get to a point where we just... I, I feel very vocal and I feel very heated about subjects. Yeah. I don't back down. Yeah. So I will... And I know the person that I'm going up against eventually will. So I will stand my ground and I will say these things and yeah. they say, this is wrong, you're wrong, I'm right, this is not how it is, you're an idiot, um, Trump sucks, whatever. Well, All that stuff. <laughs> like, I will sit there. But... You may not have that opportunity to do it because you don't have the comfort and you you know that if you're the only liberal going into a conservative house with the family, don't start blaming, uh, you know, don't start family dinner with, hey, what do you think about Andrew Shear and what he did this week? Yeah. Like, don't do it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's probably that, not going to go. That good. being said, because in my family we have a rule because there's there are a lot of us that are conservative and there are a lot of us that are liberal, um, and we've kind of made a a truce that we don't talk politics at the table because until we learn to listen to each other, uh, to each other's point of views, those are not going to be productive conversations. Exactly. And I think that's kind of a general rule for anybody. Yeah, and I think that's, but. It's unfortunate that the older generation, because that's usually who it is, doesn't always respect those rules. Yeah. Because they think that they are able to say things that 
don't follow those guidelines. Yeah. Because they, they think they're right. So I, I don't have a real answer for this for that question. Like, I think ultimately you have to pick your battles. Yeah, I think that's the big like, thing. Like if, if, if you know, uh, the old user in your house comes in and they're like, yo, oh, Chido did blackface and Shinobi leader. You might have to eat that. But if they come in and they're like, these fucking faggots are ruining... You need... Then you stand your ground and be like, listen, mm-hmm. boomer. Yeah. Okay, boomer. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. I know. Ultimately, what is your goal in fighting the fight? Right? If this is just someone that you see once a year and ultimately they do not mean shit in your life... Yeah. Is it worth it? Yeah. Right? Is it worth... Uh, your time spent and your energy to impart what you want to say to them when you know you're not going to change their views. Because it's the same thing. They're not going to change your views when they say they're racist, homophobic, dumbass rhetoric. Yeah. So don't dare for a second think that what you've got to say is going to change theirs. Let's take a break. Okay. Because my nog runneth empty. And, uh, yeah, I think I just um, need to check on the grinder. So give me one sec. We'll be right back. And we are back. Holy Lord, my grinder is blowing up with festive meat. It's like I got a Swiss colony beef log coming my way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If anyone does not know Swiss colony beef log, it is from the South Park Christmas album. The greatest Christmas album of all time. Agreed. Okay. So before the break and before I flashed everyone my bits on Grindr, uh, we were talking about um, social media. Because that's what I wanted. That's what I do want to say is that this time of year. Oh, God, no, not even this time of year for the. This whole year, social media has been a shit show. It has. A ridiculous shit show. Yeah. Uh, I've managed to endure it for most of the year. Yeah. Um, And then I found that um, after the election and then after the fallout with Don Cherry, it just became a cesspool of hate. Yes. Um, So I still stayed on Instagram because there's cute animals on Instagram and... And boys. And, and boys, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I haven't been on Facebook or Twitter in, I think, a month now. Yeah. And I don't plan really on going back till 2020. Yeah. Um, and it's just... Because at some point you gotta... You gotta unplug a little bit and mm-hmm. just enjoy the world around you. Yeah. And December's a good time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost... At, I'm there actually... 75% of the way. I've actually, even this whole year, I've been kind of thinking that Facebook has just kind of run its course. Yeah. I don't like what it's becoming either. And I, uh, most of the, the people that I've got in my friends list are of my beliefs and my thoughts and everything. But even I'll get stragglers that are on there that yeah. are totally right wing. Yes. Is that who I'm not? Okay. Yes. Uh, you can you tell I'm political. Uh, who are really right? White ring, Ugh, white ring, <laughs> right wing, <laughs> one ring to rule them all. Um, 
and then I'll see everyone complaining about Trudeau, and then I'll see everyone complaining about uh, this happening, and people saying how Trump is such a good thing. I'm like, how do I even have these people on Facebook? And then I realize, oh, they're my family. That's who's there. And I'm like, God. So I just, I've done my best to keep my mouth shut. I'm like, if, if I want to be that person who says, I have my beliefs, and I have freedom of expression in order to say what I want to say. It's Canada, so we don't have the First Amendment, but we have something in the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. I'm allowed to speak my truth and speak yeah. my mind without... But there, there is not on there without the act of repercussions, because... Well, and that, that's what everyone forgets, is that, yeah, you're free to say whatever you want. Yeah. But you're not free of those consequences. The government can come after you mm-hmm. for bashing one of the party leaders. Yeah. But... That doesn't mean that the rest of society can't come out. Exactly. You. And we've, we've seen it um, most recently with the Don Cherry thing. Yeah. And I'm going to give out a shout out to my strong sister, Miss Jessica Allen. Yeah. Because this month she had a terrible, terrible month. She she really did. And... <clears throat> so with Don Cherry, mm-hmm. she had... She had uh, um, they were discussing it on the social, and she had voiced her opinion about her, her views on, on hockey culture and how a lot of those jocks are bullies mm-hmm. because that has been her experience. She's been bullied by jocks who have played hockey. Yes. And the backlash from it was, yeah. like, that is what drove me off social media. Yeah, I know. It was uh, it was enough for me, too. I'm like, you know what? You people, uh, it, it was all these people that didn't even, never even watched the show. Yeah. So never don't even heard of Jess Allen's name. Don't know who Jess Allen da- is, what she does, what kind of person she is. And, like, she is literally the funniest, sweetest, most sincere person on television that you'll ever see. Because this is literally her. Yeah. Like, she is not a caricature of somebody else. She is not acting to be someone else. No, that, that is her. Because like, this is her first television job ever. Yeah. And it's just her. And unfortunately, because when I, when when I saw the episode, I was cheering for her because I agreed with her. Yes. Because anyone that is a minority knows exactly what she was saying was one hundred percent correct. Yes. Yeah, one hundred percent. I thought she was defending, uh, or she she was she was not defending. She was um, backing uh, what Marcy Ian had said, and Marcy Ian had seen some backlash too. Yeah. But her backlash lasted like a week. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as Jess said her piece, everyone was against Jess. And it was yeah. awful. Yes. And so she was, it was the same thing. They were calling for her firing. They were calling for her to, to boycott uh, yeah. CTV. Uh, CRTC stopped taking complaints on it. Yep. Uh, CTV, or sorry, Bell Media had released multiple statements saying, this show is about expressing opinions. Yes. We, like those opinions don't. Uh, reflect the views of B- Bell's Bell mm-hmm. Media, but they are entitled to express their opinions. And if you opinions. don't like those opinions, yes. don't talk to them. And a like, lot of people that were bitching were people that had never seen the show, yep. that literally remanded the one clip that said yep. hockey players are bullies. Yes. Which is which is honestly the truth. Yeah. Like, uh, me growing up, I feared any kind of jock. Me too. Because they were bullies. Yeah. And, and, and if, if no one understands that... And I think that's the problem. Like, but even in our own community, those people that are jocks, yeah, 
tend to bully those of us that are not jocks. not fit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they still think they're better than yeah. us and they rise above. Yep. Yeah. All I want to say with that is she spoke her voice and she got raked over the coals for Oh him. my God. It happens. Yeah. But she's back. And I think that's the biggest yeah. thing what? is that she, she came back to the show um, I literally wanted to throw my shoe at the screen because I was so happy. Yeah, for her. Like, <laughs> like I like I, I was so ecstatic that she was back, that she's she's been able to come back from this and yeah. all that stuff. And I think that's kind of the example that I want to use is like pick your battle. Yes. And if you're gonna stand your ground, stand your ground. Be yeah. ready for the backlash because I'm sure she wasn't ready for what came. But like, she, I, I think she knew she probably felt like she was doing some backlash. No. I don't think it yeah. was to this extent. Not like that. Yeah. But it's it's going to be the same thing. Like if you're, it's just going to be in different proportions, obviously. But if you stand your ground at a family dinner or whatever, there is going to be some fireworks. Absolutely. Yes. Just be ready for it. Yeah. Right. And then that's why I think you need to realize: is this what's important to me? Or can I just let it go? Yeah. And sometimes you can't. Yeah. Like, sometimes you're just tired of it. And he's like, you know what? If you don't like me for me, then screw you, Uncle Jeb. Yeah. Like, <laughs> whatever. For you, Because, uh, yeah, so you've stayed off of it. And me, same kind of thing. Um, every year for the past 10 years, I have done a Christmas countdown. Yes. 25 reasons to hate Christmas. So I make it, it's kind of a farce. It's kind of, you know, it's it's a joke. Yeah, it so, is right up until that last one and then you fucking melt everyone's heart. I know, because I'm so thoughtful. And you like shit. make everyone fucking cry. Uh, well, well. Um, but yeah, so every day um, I do a countdown of one of the reasons to hate Christmas. And unfortunately, because this year I'm actually not in a mood to hate Christmas. Yeah. I haven't been doing it. <laughs> I literally have, I've, I've done four because I had like December 1st and 2nd and I'm like, oh, okay, I can get this done. And I haven't done it because I honestly even haven't been on Facebook. Same reason as you. I just, I don't want to see it. Yeah. But I've really gravitated towards Insta and I've really gravitated towards Twitter. Yeah. So, and I think it's because there isn't as as much, ugh, I just want to say there isn't much bullshit on there, but there is. It's just in a different form. Yeah, like... For, it's a lot it's easy to miss the comments because it's always the comments I and mean, everyone makes a mistake of reading the comments yes yeah, i never read comments i know yeah but uh, so like with, with with uh facebook and twitter it's easy to see that because it's all text-based yeah whereas with instagram it's pretty easy to miss that yeah because you're just scrolling through pictures yeah so i, I think that's at least so that's been my my outlet this holiday season it's it's been those two facebook sorry facebook anyone that's on there and follows us on there or even follows us personally that's why we're not doing anything much it's not you it's facebook yeah it, well actually it's probably you too because you say stupid things <laughs> and i think for us and i well especially for me i've realized that that is helping me feel better about myself yeah um so that way i'm not always so worried about oh god what's going on with the world what are people thinking blah 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 which which I want to say is going to like segue into our last segment of take care of yourself. Yes. Right. This Christmas, treat yourself before you start treating other people. Yeah. Like, I think I want it to go back to our mental health podcast that we did way back in like March with the cookie jar. 
Yes. Right? You can't keep giving out cookies if you don't if your cookie jar runneth empty. You need to be getting cookies at yep. the same time. I think that's why I kind of went off social media is to bake some cookies to yeah. fill up this fucking cookie jar. You, just, you need to like you need to fill up your cookie jar and make sure that you yeah. are fulfilled in your life and happy uh, before you can start giving it to somebody else. Yeah. And I think that's really, if I was to impart any wisdom this Christmas season, it is that. And that is my Christmas wish to you, uh, all of you faithful listeners out there, Mahos, is well, and, fill up a cookie jar. And you, we have, we have 12 days left in this year. Yeah. Which, yeah, I, I agree, 2019 has kind of been a shit year. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, 2020 feels like it's going to be a much better year. Yeah, I hope, yeah I'm i hoping, yeah. Don't know why. I know, it's just the outlook. So yeah, with, with 2020 being kind of just around the corner, I think, they always say hindsight's 2020, and I think I know. 2020 is the year of hindsight. I really was not hoping that you were going to make <laughs> that terrible, terrible thing. Yeah. Oh, please. That cliche was so overdone. Baby, no. it's what you married me for. No. Yeah. I, I married you for money. <laughs> we all know that. We're treating yourself. We are not putting up with family shit if you don't have to put up with family shit. Yeah. We are treating retail workers with respect and Absolutely. concern because that's what they deserve. I think I just want to share a little tidbit because I realized it when we were decorating our Christmas tree. Christmas, again, not about gifts. No. It's about... Um, the time that you spent with people and the uh, the traditions that you create and all that stuff. Um, when I decorate the Christmas tree, because I do it, because you'll fuck it up. So no, you allow me to hang four decorations. Yeah, I was. I, I yeah, no, right at the end, I, f- I thought I was finished. Then I forgot I didn't let you hang hang, hang a single decoration. So I decided, nope. oh, you, you can let do me it. hang my three ships. Yeah, no, but I thought I was done, and I was okay. like, oh shit, you need to put your shit on. <laughs> so you were like, kind of a an amendment. However, going through and hanging up all my ornaments, I have ornaments that are older than you are. <laughs> I believe that. It's true. I've got all of these ornaments that are labeled from years. My oldest one I have is from 1982. Okay. And it's I know that it was crocheted by my grandmother, given to my mother. There is a $1 bill folded up and put in it. It's a stocking. So if you've never seen a $1 bill, I've got one. Just that sparks so many memories of all the other Christmases that I've had after that. Yeah. So what I would really want to say for that is, and it's going to sound so cheesy, but start doing some kind of crafting or making stuff that makes you have time with your family, but is going to be able to be passed down. Yeah. Because... That's all. Like, that's all I've got from my entire previous life is just these Christmas ornaments. Yeah. But I remember them all. Yeah. Every year I see them, I'm like, oh my god, this thing is so hideous. But I know what I've got it. What I think I want y'all to do: pick a craft, pick a some kind of project. Pick even if it's like what a goddamn macaroni garland. But do it with the people that are around you. Yeah. Or make something, even if it's super cheesy. And gift it to somebody that is they will be able to remember. Yeah. But something that says you, and that way it's uh, it does like that's a Christmas gift doesn't have to be completely functional. It doesn't have to be a, p- a pair of shoes. It doesn't have to be socks. So my mom has this tradition where every year it's the only gift she gives her brother. 
my uncle, and it sees these homemade cookies. It's like a maraschino cherry wrapped in some no-bake. I, I, I have no idea what the recipe is. Mm-hmm. I just know my mom makes them every year. She gives a container to my uncle, mm-hmm. and that he is the happiest person in the world. Yeah. Because those are his cookies. Yeah, yeah. Like... And that's what, and that means something. Yeah, because that's tradition. So I think even not even crafting, it's create traditions. Yes, and I think that's something that in our little family, that is what we are working towards. Yeah, like and we've we've tried a couple. I know there's been a, times where we've had a couple of years ago. We had a tradition where we were buying new ornaments for our tree. Yeah, one new ornament every year, and we kind of fell out of that because. They close the Hallmark and the Good Mall. I know. Um, but that's, again, that's what you, you do. Like, Christmas, you look forward to the traditions that you always do. And I think we need to remember that traditions, they have to change yeah. with the family and the people that you're with and everything. Um, I look back and I'm very angry and upset that I don't have the same traditions that I had growing up. But I just can't. Because yeah. they are not a possibility. So I look back and I'm very sad that these traditions that I used to grow up, that used to make me happy and everything, aren't there anymore. But you need to continue making your own. Yeah. So if you are away from home and you know you are no longer with family or you aren't able to see your family for reasons that aren't in your control, uh, maybe they do not want to see you because... You have now declared yourself an amazing LGBTQ2 plus member of the community. GSD. Yeah. That's why I let you say it, because I always screw it up. (laughs) But that's their fault, really. Yeah. So you know what? Go find your chosen family. Make some traditions, even if it is something stupid. Uh, You had a tradition prior to us dating. Yeah. That it was Christmas Eve. You you and and your friends would get together at your house. Yeah. Eat a ton of junk food and watch... Christmas all of, movies. All our Christmas shows. We did yeah. that for 10 years. Yeah. It was the greatest tradition ever. Yeah. I loved it. And you and I haven't been able to do that because Christmas Eve is with my family. Yeah, because your mom fucked it all up. <laughs> I'll say it. We'll I'll say my... it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Mom. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that was, that is what I looked forward to then. Yeah. Because they were my chosen family. Christmas Eve, we all got together. We had the greatest time. And then Christmas Day, they we all dispersed and had to deal with our families, yeah. which was fine. But Christmas Eve was ours, and it was amazing. Yeah. And just because you can't see someone on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, because those days legitimately are very busy mm-hmm. for everybody. They're difficult days. Um, and, and sometimes you can't always do the family get-togethers. We've started doing a traditional family get-together. We've done it for the last five years, I think. I think since we've been in our current place, mm-hmm. where... We get together with uh, your brother and his husband, and it's usually, again, a shit ton of food. Yeah, yeah. We watch... You you chose some cheesy-ass horror movie last time. You shut up. It was probably, like, an amazing horror movie that you just... No, it was actually... It was a legitimately cheesy-ass horror movie. Lies. (laughs) And then we ended up watching the countdown, and then we all disperse afterwards. You forgot to say what day it was. New Year's? Yeah, you didn't say it was New Year's. No, it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah you didn't I say didn't it. I did that. No, you... Roll back the tape. We will be rolling Roll back, back the, tape, the tape. And you will see how correct I was. <laughs> Thank you, world. Roll back the fucking tape. <laughs> um, but yeah, just make it a different day. Like, create traditions. It is the holidays, after all. Mm-hmm. It, does, it doesn't have to be just be Christmas. Yes. In, in theory, it, it feels like I have 
you know, cut and paste my Christmas Eve to New Year's Eve, and I enjoy that. Yeah, it's still a tradition that I look forward to, yeah. and it's very similar to what it is. And but instead, but yeah, because I've probably already watched all my stupid Christmas movies. Now we just watch other stuff. So yeah, it's it's good. Like Christmas is a time of like hope and reflection and love and giving and understanding. But all of those things need to start with you. Yeah. Like it all has to come from you. So you need to make sure that you are there because yeah. no one else is, is as important as you are. Yeah. Well, that was really deep. It was really deep. Like that was like shoulder deep for me. Like, I'm impressed with myself. Baby, I'm, I'm impressed with you and, like, your emotional range you just showed. I know. I'm, yeah. like, an amazing actress. <laughs> I, I deserve a daytime Emmy for that one. Not a Golden Globe? I am drunk enough for a Golden Globe. It's true. So it is Very true. true. Um, okay. So that's all the ramblings that we have for our festive special. So we are taking a bit of a break, right? No. Just, nope. We, we are, like, whoosh, flying right through it. We will be starting with new episodes coming out in 2020. Uh, this this one will be dropping. There won't be any next week because, again, I'll be... I was right. We are taking a break. A little break. Like, the last break we took was, like, a Ross and Rachel break, okay? <laughs> and we, like, never came back. <laughs> oh. Yes, we will. So, next week, nothing because you need to enjoy your family and you need to enjoy all the presents you get and all the Christmas bacon that you shouldn't be eating, but you're going to eat anyway. Uh, and then... We will be dropping new episodes. Oh my god, I think we actually are dropping a new one. New Year's Eve. Do you have anything out there that you want to wish for the upcoming, the, the end of the year to uh, the people out there? Well, if we're dropping New Year's Eve, I'll drop my, my New Year's tidbits then. But in the meantime, just Merry Christmas, have fun, enjoy yourself, and take care of yourself. Yes, exactly. Um, I am not a... I'm not a happy holidays kind of guy. I am a Merry Christmas guy. It has absolutely nothing to do with any politics or religion. It's just because it's Christmas. Well, it's because you celebrate Christmas. I celebrate... Well, okay, yeah, I celebrate Christmas, but not for Christmas. Like, it's not like any religious holiday for me. As I stare at the nativity scene that is... I have no idea where baby Jesus went. We might need to talk to your daughter about that. Jesus again? I think we might need to talk to your daughter about that. I know, I think the cat dragged off Jesus. (laughs) Ah, shit. (laughs) If I find Jesus in the litter box again. <laughs> our cat has been getting into our decorations like so often. She's having so much fun with them. Yeah. But yeah, so Christmas, it's it's all about giving. It's all about love. It's all about acceptance. Even for people that you don't like, you just need to, you know what, whatever. I am, I, literally, I am like the Salvation Army for stupid people. Like, You're I am, less homophobic. And definitely less homophobic. I will... Accept you for who you are, even if you don't accept me. And I know that that's really giving of me. So, <laughs> I'm a really big person. You're such a good person. Uh, I know. Okay, so you can find us on Facebook, Insta, Twitter at the, the Gay Agenda, Gay Agenda YYC. <laughs> Um, you can also find us now on Discord if you want to add us through the chat app. We will have a we do have a channel, so if you want to find us that way, it will be on our Twitter app. Have that way, it's like live chat all the time. You can chat with people in the community and everything like that. I think that's going to be it. This is way too much work that I'm going biting up more than I can chew, but we shall see. If you have uh, topics you want us to talk about uh, or things that you're curious about us on. Um, let us know yes. through 
any of those wonderful social media platforms that my husband mentioned that I only know about three of them. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, so, yes, we will be coming back. I think that's where we're going to be wrapping it up. Merry Christmas to everybody. A Happy New Year. Um, joyful Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. I know there's more. I am so sorry. This is why I don't do these kind of things. That's it. That's it. Love and light, bitches. What do I see? Underneath the tree. Grandma got a twist. Call any beef leg.